that, baby! But here, I've met a lot of people and I've played some too. And there's one thing I know, people like to talk. <laughs> it's the Spudcast. That's where you at. Hey, where you at, baby? How y'all making us feeling? Thanks for joining me here on the Spudcast Podcast. Well, I'm talking about my ask with attorney at law, Joe Responti, and we're talking about the latest Supreme Court decision. Had Joe on a couple of months ago and talking about uh, the, the, the 10 out of 12 is not constitutional, but now they've come back and said, well, yeah, it ain't, but it also ain't retroactive. So if you got found guilty 10 out of 12, you're stuck. Joe Responti on a Spudcast right after this. Getting older and feeling your age? Low energy, no motivation, putting on the pounds? Maybe age isn't the culprit. Maybe the sad truth is you have low testosterone. Well, don't sit around and mope. Go to the Mope Clinic at the Men's Optimal Performance Enhancement Clinic. Chris Rue will do more than just fling a blue pill at you. With proper testing, diagnosis, and testosterone replacement therapy, you'll be on your way to becoming your old self again. Or better yet, your new self again. Go to mopeclinic.com, M-O-P-E clinic.com, or call 504-322-3888 to start your journey to a better, stronger, healthier you. Bud here. Do your breakers keep breaking? Do you see a spark when you plug in your hairdryer? If you do, I want you to remember one thing. 947-3392. That's Eugene Lawrence's number at E1 Electric. Let's face it, you don't know nothing about electricity, but Eugene does. A licensed and insured electrical contractor, over 25 years experience, him and his crew can do anything for you, from hanging a ceiling fan to rewiring an apartment complex. So before you hear this... You better hear this. Thanks for calling E1 Electric. How can we help you? E1 Electric, 504-947-3392. Hey, guess what? The pandemic's finally winding down. Looks like you might get to go on a little vacay, but where are you going to go? I got an idea. Go fishing. Get yourself a licensed and insured fishing guide at lasaltwater.com. They got a guide for everything and every place. Inshore fishing, offshore fishing, fly fishing, kayak fishing, bow fishing, you name it fishing. At lasaltwater.com, there's pictures and videos of all the happy fishermen and women and kids. And don't be the one that got away. Go to lasaltwater.com and book your charter today. Okay, talking to uh, attorney at law Joe Responti, who I just spoke with, what, a month ago? Maybe. When did we talk about About a month ago. Because we talked about, okay, the the Supreme Court came out and said that all of these uh, 10-person jury findings uh, are not uh, not constitutional, needs to be a unanimous verdict. And it was like us and Oregon and one other state that that, that did that kind of stuff. And we're changing the laws now. And we got a new district attorney, and he made a big deal about, well, he didn't make a big deal about paying his taxes. But he did make a big deal about how he's going to go back and revisit all of these trials and see how many of them are going to get retrialed. It isn't going to be automatic. But now SCOTUS has come out with a saying uh, that Kavanaugh actually wrote the opinion that uh, back then that was the law, 10 person, uh, 10 out of 12 voting guilty, so you're guilty, and uh, the 12-person thing is not retroactive. Is that, that it in a nutshell there, Mr. Joe? Pretty much, yeah. Two states were Louisiana and Oregon. Uh, no other states. I think maybe Puerto Rico did yeah, something, Puerto but Rico, I'm not sure. Yeah, but uh, yeah, and but so the the case that came out two, three, four years ago, whatever it was, was Ramos, which said that anybody who is presently percolating in the system, like Cardell Hayes, you know, who mm-hmm. still had appeals uh, to go through. Those people could be granted a new trial, but if you 
if your case was finalized, for lack of a better, they were you, you were done. There was uh, there was going to be no more. It wasn't going to be retroactive. So those folks uh, do not get it. So that the case that just came out uh, was it yesterday or day before, whatever. Uh, in says that no, that cannot be, and those people are out of luck as it pertains to Ramos applying to them. So they're all. So that's just it. They're out of luck. I mean, uh, I think that's one of the things that that uh, the new DA ran on that he was going to do this, and that kind of. I mean, he's already elected, so it's not going to change. But I imagine he's got some choice words to say about it. Right now, he's keeping well, shut. But from more, I haven't read any articles about him complaining about it. But bottom line is, this this is something he wanted, and it ain't happening. Well, more than complaining about it, uh, he's already acted upon it, okay? About three months ago, he, uh, besides, you know, doing what the Ramos case said and, and let, letting all those people that, that had an open case, which was the correct thing to do, to let them make a motion for a new trial, he went into, I believe it was Section G, and I don't know why these numbers stuck in my head, but he, he cut loose 22 people, 16 of which had been convicted of rape, murder, or armed robbery and were still serving time and did not oppose their motion for new trial. And Judge Nandy Campbell, who is the judge in Section G in Criminal District Court, signed all of those orders. And so all those people got out. So those people are out. And some of those cases are from the 80s and the 90s and the early 2000s. And trust me on this, try retrying a case yeah. that's from 20 years ago is virtually impossible. Yeah, you can't get you can't get witnesses. Your testimony changes, memories change, uh, evidence. And people the, are dead. And, people you know, die. <laughs> and so, yeah. So those, as I said, it's it's tantamount to you know freedom, permanent freedom for these folks who um, went to trial and 10 out of 12 jurors. Um, said you're guilty of the crime mm-hmm. and as i said uh, on, on wvue just because you see the reason they stopped at 10 wasn't because the other two people dug in their heels and said we're, we're, we believe not guilty it's because the judge tells the jury hey you guys go deliberate as soon as 10 out of 12 of you decide anything either guilty or not guilty either one you're done and you can go home so once a jury gets to 10 out of 12, they quit deliberating. It's not to say that those other two people wouldn't come around mm-hmm. in a half an hour or 45 minutes or an hour or more or whatever, but they, don't need, they didn't need to because they were told they didn't need to. And I, I do have a problem with the people that are portraying it as, oh, these people, these innocent poor people who, who you know, got, got jammed up and, you know, they would have been found out. Cause, no, 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 no. They would have probably still been found guilty by a unanimous jury, but the jurors who were sitting were told they didn't have to get unanimity, so they they stopped when they were told to stop as soon as they got to 10. So those people who were lawfully convicted back then in Section G of Criminal District Court are now set free because the district attorney in Orleans, Paris, has chosen to do it that way. And so far, I think he's the only district attorney in the state of Louisiana that is doing it on on such a wholesale basis at least I know that so all right man you now you've now laid it out to the point where I have so many questions I don't even know which one to ask first if they 
Okay, one of the things you and I talked about before is like, you know, uh, like, for instance, when Chauvin got found guilty, they probably, you know, I think when, when most juries meet, the first thing they do is like take a poll and go, who's guilty, who's not guilty, then let's start deliberating. If everybody raises their hand for guilty right off the bat, I mean, do they even bother having to deliver it if they figured that all out? Or, you know, did they raise hands and go, 10 of y'all say guilty or 10 of y'all say not guilty and the other two don't know? Well, we're done. So there you go. So, I mean, do they even bother trying to get to 12 or do they literally, literally get to 10 and just say, ah, screw it, we're done? I think many times. I had an eight-minute not guilty one time, eight-minute not guilty when I was a defense attorney at Tulane and brought in front of Miriam Walter. So they didn't take too long to do that. Man, that's not even long enough to get sandwiches brought in. Shoot, I'd at least wait till lunch, you know. What kind of lunch we got? How about some spare ribs? I he ain't gonna be ain't, he ain't gonna be found nothing until after I get something to eat. Give me some potato salad, you know. That's an even funny my my cousin was in the jury pool and I said, Judge, that that's my cousin. And um so I guess you want to recuse him. But the DA said, No, 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 we want him. They kept him. They chose to keep my cousin on that jury, and it kind of, I don't know if it backfired because it went so fast, I don't think it was going to go any other way. But, yeah, it's interesting, but in answer to your question, when they get to 10, they get to 10 in Louisiana and, I'm sure, in Oregon. Mm -hmm. And as far as Chauvin, you know, the the moment they get to 12, they're done. And if they they vote in the first go-round, usually people say, I think we need to stay and, and make sure everybody did what they did. Yeah. But, um, yeah, jurors don't want to sit and wait. They want to get out of there. So as soon as usually as soon as they get to where they feel comfortable and they've done their duty and they're comfortable with that, then they they call, they knock on the door and tell the bailiff we're ready to go. So if you've got three people holding out, well, it doesn't matter anymore. Now it's, it's still 12, but it's 10 out of 12 and there's no uh, retroactive thing. So how many people are still lined up hoping to get a a, a trial and are now just – yeah, forget it. You ain't gonna get it. You got you got. Well, I heard the number was fifteen hundred in Louisiana, three hundred of which were in Orleans Parish. I don't know if those numbers are correct, but I think that's what I'd heard. And 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 how many did uh, the DA let out? Well, he... and, and wait a minute, wait before you say that. Explain to me all the different things because I know in Jefferson Parish, you're a judge, you're a judge. You hear civil and you hear criminal. Orleans Parish right. has criminal and civil, two different two different things. So this was in in section G of criminal court. How many different Correct. how many different criminal courts are there in Orleans Parish? One. There's, oh, oh, there's so many sections. Yeah. Uh, a B C D E F G H I J K twelve, I think. Okay. No, K. Yeah, I think fourteen. Fourteen. Fourteen tri- criminal uh, judges sections of the criminal court in Orleans Parish, and so far only G was the one let some. That's out. the only one they went to. I think. I uh, think. Um, I don't know why. I think it's because, you know, a lot of people, there had been some issues with Judge Frank Shea doing, doing you know, three trials in one day and things like that. And, and they were going, probably went back to some of Judge Shea's uh, convictions, possibly. And also, the, the judge who's presently in there now, uh, Judge Nandy Campbell, I think uh, Jason Williams knew he probably had a, a sympathetic ear because I think she kind of campaigned on as one of the uh, reform uh, judges. And so I think he knew he may have had a sympathetic ear because don't forget, you do need to get a judge to, sign to off agree. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, does this judge, is 
that judge is going to hear the case over again. It's not, it doesn't get moved over to a different one for people to go. I mean, it just seems to me, and you're a defense attorney, which is why I have you on all the time. But I mean, it would seem to me if, if uh, my client was found guilty in front of this particular judge and I was going to get a retrial, I'd kind of get and try to get a different judge. I mean, you can't, no, you can't. And it, you, you, you cannot, and nor should you even try That's called forum shopping. And you're not allowed to do that. But it, oh, you're not allowed you to do it. It, goes, it happens. No. They judge shop all the time when they're trying to get a warrant signed. Well, that's a little different, but no. um, you shouldn't do that either. But, but this, no, no, no. The people who would have to go again, it would be in that very same section of court. Like Cardell Hayes, he's going to go again in Section H in front of Judge Camille Burris again, if he ever goes again. We'll mm-hmm. see about that. But he's in a position where he could do that because he's still got – Oh, he is good. No, no, no. Cardell Hayes. So this sat- this SCOTUS thing didn't affect him. He's he's still in. No, the, he he was he was followed in the, fell in the category of the the Ramus thing because he was still in the, his appeal process. Yeah. So he 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 had the chance to to you know avail himself of this, and he did. And so he was in jail for I think five or six years, and so he's out on bond, awaiting trial and. If and when they do it again, it'll be again in Section H where his first trial was located. And this time he's going to have to be unanimous. Uh, Correct. If they had not done the unanimous thing and he was found guilty by 10, if it was still under the old rules, does that still leave him open for appeal too? Say that again. Here's what happened. Say again. I'm sorry. Okay, so now SCOTUS has said it's got to be 12, but it's not retroactive. So right. if they had not done the retroactive thing like they did just now, and he got his new trial and he was still found guilty by 10, then that's it? No, 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 no. No, what happened to him is he was he he had, he had was still under appeal for the first trial. So the, not, the, not the case that happened two days ago, the case that happened two years ago, Ramos, he's not, he doesn't need retroactivity. His case is still open, yeah. as it were. Because, okay, so he gets to avail himself of this right to of the new of the ruling from two years ago, which says you need to have a unanimous verdict. So he got a new trial. He got a right to a new trial. Uh, you know, some months ago, years ago, yeah. okay. a couple, you know, one or two. So he's he's getting right. And, and the interesting thing with him is he got found not guilty of second degree murder, but was found guilty of manslaughter. So the only thing they can try him on now is the manslaughter. He's already been found not guilty of second yeah, murder. Double so jeopardy. Double jeopardy. Okay, correct. I got you. All right, we're going to step away for a second. When we get back, uh, more questions for Joe Responti. Talking out my ass on the Spudcast back right after this. Do you know what it means to miss New Orleans? The next time you have to travel, take along a couple of pounds of parish coffee, and you won't be missing New Orleans for long. Brewed right here in the land of coffee lovers, parish coffee has the taste you're looking for. From dark roast to coffee and chicory to flavored coffees like Bananas Foster or Bourbon Pecan, French Vanilla or King Cake or you name it, Parish Coffee has a flavor just right for you. Look for the bright purple bag in the coffee aisle of your favorite market. Or order it online, have it sent right to your door. What a perfect gift for any coffee aficionado. Sip the soul of New Orleans in every cup of Parish Coffee. Uh Uh-oh. 
that doesn't sound too good. You better start filling sandbags. Oh, wait, you don't have to do that anymore because you have the home team advantage. You called Home Team Elevation at 504-301-1222, and you got your home lifted above the flood. No more worries for you. What about your mama's house or your uncles or your brothers? Home Team is ready to lift their spirits even higher than your home. Get the Home Team advantage by calling 504-301-1222 or go to hometeamelevation.com. Well, it finally looks like we're going to be spared the COVID lockdown this summer. Of course, there's other medical needs besides the big cootie sprains, breaks, stitches, pink eye, bug bites, sunburn. Some of these can be diagnosed and treated over the phone with telemed. But whatever your malady, Rapid Urgent Care is open 365, even on holidays, ready to treat you quickly and professionally. Whether you're on the North Shore or the South Shore, summertime bobos don't stand a chance at Rapid Urgent Care. Just go to rapidurgentcare.com for the address and number of the clinic nearest you. Okay, we're back with Joe Responsi during the break right there. So I was just mentioned the house like, okay, I'm understanding a little bit better here, which makes me go, this is why I'm a good boy and I don't ever want to get involved with any kind of legal practice because you, you would think most of this stuff just kind of makes sense on a common sense basis, but y'all common sense and my common sense is too common sense. And I don't know. I don't want to be involved in none of this stuff. I got too many other things to do, you know? So don't be surprised if I give you a buzz sometime if I went cuckoo there, Joe. I got you in my speed dial, you know what I mean? I got you. I got you. Well, how long have you been doing this? I mean, how did you get attracted to this stuff? Because this, this would drive me. I have interviewed so many different lawyers about so many different things. I had Dane Cialino on my TV show one time, and he just flat told me, he said, you're going to you're gonna go to jail, and you're going to go to jail for contempt, and you're going to stay there until the judge gets tired of listening to you, bitch. You know, but it's like, well, right now, I got to tell you, I do have contempt for some of the crap y'all come up with because it doesn't make any sense and it doesn't seem fair, you know, but that's why I don't want to get involved. When I go, the couple of times I've actually had to go to tr court because I got a ticket and I was the most humble looking little puppy dog, man. I look like I could have been on Captain Kangaroo with my big eyes looking at that judge, man. He cut my fine in half and said, now go be good. No, you got it, buddy. But I, I, I just don't. I don't want to get involved. I'm, I'm walking away, man. I, I, go ahead, throw eggs at me while I'm walking. I'm done. I'm out the door. I don't want to be involved in this. So. Well, did that venting make you feel better? Because I hope it did. But uh, the laws, laws usually are, are there for a reason. They got some stupid ones. I agree with you. But if you really sit down and and, and figure it out, uh, I still do believe in the system. And I've been doing this for like I think you asked a lot. I think I've been doing it since. 1986, I think, something like that. Yeah. So and I was a prosecutor at first, and I did get it from that perspective, and I've been on the defense side for quite a long time. And, uh, you know, I, you know, I, I don't, I'm not a died in the wool either one. I, I, I can understand, you know, the motivations of both because I've been both. But, uh, you know, ultimately what the system's trying to do is to be fair. Okay, and in the criminal law, the criminal, you know, it's the state of Louisiana or the United States of America versus Joe Schmo, and that's a pretty big thing. So you got to protect the individual's right. And whenever you're confused about something, just say to yourself, what if this guy is innocent? Mm -hmm. What if he didn't do it? What rights should he have to defend himself? And if you, if you just ask that question, then it, it kind of gets a little easier as to the rights people should have when the government accuses you of a crime. Well, I'm, I tell you, I'm I'm in favor of the system from what I've been learning in all my conversations with you guys. But there are situations where you go, like, for instance, 
I'm with you 100%, because what they're doing is taking your rights away. If they can prove you did something wrong, they're going to take your rights away, and that's an important thing. I want want every one of them. I want my right to keep and bear arms. I want my right to say what the hell I want to without without anybody coming after me. Now, you're stupid to think that if some privately can't can't do something to you or at you, but the government can't. But the fact well, that's, is, that's, what, that's what the civil law, when somebody privately does something against you that's not a crime, yeah, you, well, that's you what, sue them. Yeah, so that's civil law. But in those cases, you only have a preponderance of the evidence burden, just 50.01%. That's why in a criminal case, the government has a bigger burden because they're the big bad boy and they can do a lot to you like take away your liberty, that's why they got to prove it beyond a reasonable doubt in a criminal case. And I'm good for that. But there are times, number one, you can't have a lawyer when you go in front of a grand jury, which is run by the district attorney. So there's that old that old saying about, you know, uh, they can get a ham sandwich indicted because they got all all the rules in their hands. They got all the, all the play right there. And quite frankly, you know, I don't want to say somebody abused it, but I, I called on Canizero about this one time, and he talked about arresting people and holding them as material witnesses. I said, I got to tell you right now, if you, if my daughter got raped, and then you arrested her and put her in jail to make sure she showed up to testify, you and I are gonna meet in the parking lot. I can tell you that today, and and, and I may end up in jail, but you're gonna know I was there because that ain't that's that's an abuse of power, I think. And I think another abuse of power is like this deal where, well, you well, have wait, to. Hold on. Whenever that happens, just remember this. Whenever that did happen, and I think it happened uh, eight or nine times in the 12 years he was a DA, a judge had to agree with him and sign off on it. Just so you know, the DA doesn't doesn't do a material witness bond. A judge does a material witness bond. So, so somebody, somebody who's gone through this torment, a judge is going to sign on. See, that's, well, I that's why I got contempt. You know, I don't know that there's ever been uh, one like that. Well, let me put it there like this. Is- this was the explanation when I had him on my show in front of me and we were talking about it. And I'm going, that ain't right. You know, that's not somebody who's already been. Well, I have to get him to testify. Well, sticking him in jail ain't going to do it. Why don't you put him in a hotel room and let him eat, you know, something besides cold grits and a lump of butter? You know, if I understand you need to show up, but putting him in jail which ain't exactly the safest place in the world, that just doesn't make any sense to me. I can't see how that would entice it and ain't gonna entice me. I would be incredibly pissed off. I might testify when I get up there, but I'm a cuss I am gonna be cussing like a sailor the whole time to do it, and that's when Dane Cialino goes, and then you're gonna be in contempt of court and go to jail. I say, Well, I'm already in jail, so who cares? You got a lot of demons here. You got a lot of demons. We're gonna bleed them all out of you. Just like we'll put the we'll put the fangs on the edge of the Erlenmeyer flask get all of that venom out of you. But all right, keep, well, let's do this keep one. Keep going. Then. Keep rolling. Let's do all this right. one. Okay. The DA is, has to turn over evidence. And I've read too many times where uh, they held back on evidence that's that could have benefited and probably would have benefited the defense, but they didn't turn it over. Why right. Why don't they have to turn over frickin' everything? Why do they get to pick and choose? Okay. They do, and I, it's called Brady material, and it is something that it, that's a bad thing when a DA doesn't do that because a DA is held to a higher standard. A DA isn't there to win the case. A DA is there to see that justice is done, which is a higher standard in my mind. And right, I got big problems when DAs do not turn over Brady material, what's called, which is evidence that is quote material, mm-hmm. and then that's where the, that's where the, they they 
grappling in the mud is when the DA says, well, I, I didn't think this was material, which is a lot of BS in many cases, because let, let the judge decide whether it's material. If you, if you have a doubt, bring it to a judge and say, judge, I don't know whether I should turn this over to the defense or not. I'll let the judge decide. That's the way it should be done when there's a question, and you should err on the side of turning things over. So yeah, yeah, but Brady, if they don't, a Brady it, violation is a big deal. But if they don't feel like, well, I'm not sure, Judge, well, then why would they bring it up to begin with? And then, you know, somebody spent 10 years in jail or something like I mean, you read well, too many stories that's, about that, you know? That's a bad, well, that's a bad, that's a bad DA, and they should, they should be penalized for that. that that's a big deal. I, got, I agree with you 100%. That's a, that's a big violation. Because well, once again, you're the state of Louisiana versus John Doe or the United States, you're, you're, you're the big boy, and you are, should be forced and are forced to turn over everything that's called exculpatory evidence, evidence that is the possibility of benefiting the defendant in this case. Yeah, but that's just it. They make that determination, and they are ready, whether they like it or not, because they're human beings, and my spewing all this venom just now indicates that we're all human beings, and none of us are you know, without our biases and prejudices, period, end of story. That's why I think they should turn over everything, not what they think is exculpatory. They should turn over everything because they got they got taxpayer dollars behind them. I got to go, I got to, you know, sell my car, scrape up whatever I can to pay for an attorney and, you know, or I'll, I'll get I'll get Derwin Bunton or some of this, folks, and I know how you feel about that. <laughs> Don't get me going there. Don't get me going. But no, I agree with hundred percent. But it's 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 um it's a thing that's gotten a lot better over the years. I think I think there's there's more scrutiny, and I agree with you hundred percent. That's the way it should be. Wow. All right. So what's going to happen with this last SCOTUS decision? I mean, uh, a, a lot of people were lining up, and now they're just going to go back to their cells all dejected, or a lot of people. Well, I, you know, I heard I heard uh, some. Um, ladies on, on, on TV saying, well, you know, these people have, you know, um, they have legislative, uh, they can go to the legislature, and it's true, they could go to the legislature, but I, from what I know about the Louisiana legislature, I wouldn't be putting a whole lot of chips on, on the, the part of the carpet that says that they're going to cut slack for those people. So I don't see it happening yeah. out, of, out of the legislature. So then they're relying on we're seeing in Orleans Parish. If a specific DA decides, I'm not going to object to this, and then the specific judge where you were sentenced, you know, which is your judge, agrees to give you a new trial, then it could happen. Because if, if the defense attorney brings a motion for new trial and the, and the DA, like they did in Orleans, does not object and the judge grants it, then you get a new trial. That's going to be few and far between and the legislature is going to be even less likely. So yeah. by and large, these people, but don't ever forget, they, the people who sat and listened to the to the evidence, 10 out of 12 of them said, you're guilty. And the other two may have also said you're guilty, but they didn't come around in the, in the first vote or second vote or third vote. Mm -hmm. So I'm just saying, to say that those people are innocent and they, they, you know, they should be set free, I got a little problem with that. And you check with their victims, okay? Yeah. Check with the family of their victims who see how they feel about those people being cut loose. 
No, so, I'm with I'm and, with you on that one. Okay. It's just the bottom line is so like you said, the DA's job is to put the guilty person behind jail, not and, not to put another and, notch in their gun. And trust me, you're talking to a guy who's done more post conviction relief than probably just about anybody in the state of Louisiana. But I, I kind of stopped doing them. Uh, I, I consult on them now a little bit. But there is, you know, when people come forth with new evidence, there's things in the in the criminal code, like I think it's Article 851, which says if you get uh, somebody coming forth that was not available to people at the time of trial, and they come forth and they say, here's, here's new evidence that you didn't know about, then you can also get there. There are ways to get back into court, mm-hmm. but those are the ways that they've always been. But, you know, as far as something new happening, those people are out of luck. All right. Joe Responti, I appreciate you taking the time because I, I had to I had to drag him out of court, folks, because he's just that dedicated to the law. So there you go. <laughs> How can it's people find you, man? Always a pleasure. Always. Well, they can find me. I'm, I'm in all the, all the, uh, the books, as they say, at uh, Responti Law Firm at Cox.net and uh, 504258. 0043. That is my cell number. I'll answer it. I'll answer it and we can talk if you need me. 258 There you go. Putting your speed dial. When you get your one phone call, one call, that's all, except it's to Joe Responsi. All right, Joe. All right. Thanks all so right, much. Spud. See you later. Take it easy. Wrapping all up right. Spudcast right after this. It's summertime, summertime, summer, summer, summertime, and that means hurricanes and heat. So how are you going to handle it this year? How about with a brand new whole house generator and an upgraded AC system from Serentine Refrigeration? My power went out during Hurricane Zeta for 10 whole seconds. Then my Serentine service generator kicked in. We were even able to run extension cords to the neighbor. And Serentine will keep your AC running smooth and cool even in the dead of August. Call Serentine today, 504-833-8831. 833-8831, tell them Spud sent you. Are you ready to launch? The American Space Alliance wants to accelerate and support space exploration for the benefit of all Americans, and not just for national pride. You know how many products are created by and for NASA that we use every day? Scratch-resistant lenses, dust busters, LASIK eye surgery, solar cells, firefighting equipment, LEDs, insulin pumps. The list just keeps on growing, and it needs to keep on growing because the next generation of space exploration has arrived, and the American Space Alliance and NASA want you to be involved. You can follow ASA on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Go to exploreasa.org to find out more. Okay, Joe Responti. Yeah, hopefully he'll keep me out of the pokey because one day my temper will get the better of me, and that'll be it. Thanks for joining me here on the Spudcast podcast. Uh, you can hear this podcast, Red Circle, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Public Radio Stitcher. I'm on Twitter at SpudGotThat. I'm also on Facebook at Spud's Friends and Fans, John McConnell, and The Big Teasy. And I'm also going to be joining a new app called The Speakeasy, which has uh, Louisiana Hayride, a bunch of other things. So I'll give you more info about that as it comes along. But uh, you can go uh, buy it in the Google store. It's called The Speakeasy. All right? Anyway, uh, if you would like to have the podcast uh, emailed directly to you, or if you'd like to be a sponsor of this Spudcast, you can contact me at thespudcastpodcast at gmail.com. Thespudcastpodcast at gmail.com. Anyway, y'all have a good week. See you next Sunday night. In the meantime, watch out for the crazies. But I'm a gone pecan.